You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. Hey. Hey. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Are you wearing a turtleneck? Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I don't put my video on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to have the heat very hot. I mean, turtlenecks are fashionable, always in style. And at the same time, they are a fashion abomination and never in style. Like they're both simultaneously. A fashion don't. (laughs) (laughs) Happy soon to be 2024. This is it. Like we are in the last throes of 2023. One, two, three, one, two, three, right? Yes, we we get that. You know what? So I got that in my, um, one of my cousins texted me that. And I sent it to a couple of people. And then my friend, our friend um, Katia responded back. We all knew that last January. What's the big deal? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes we love Katia, but the other times we just, you know, you just want to slap somebody. Not hard. Just enough to shake them out of their, <laughs> to wake them out of their sleep. <laughs> you know what? This past week, she said me, you know, she she has all these businesses. And one of the businesses that she and her partner runs is this music app. Like, they've developed this music app app and if it's for it's for singers that don't have con- a, a musical contract or maybe they do i don't know but they put their music on this app and you can it's like a regular music you know rotate music and all this kind of stuff but you can have you can vote up basically the music and share it and stuff so that they get more publicity and everything okay. and there's a lot of other functionality plus it has messaging and videos and all this kind of stuff but anyway she told me this past week that her partner, her man, had written a song for her. And like they run this app together. And I didn't know he was a songwriter. So he wrote a song for her. And and I don't know if you know this about her, but one of the things that's things that she does for a partner and the and some of the musicians is she sings background on some of the music that's on her on their app. Okay. And so her partner wrote a song for her. And she sang the song. So she said, listen to this song and tell me how you like it. And she has a very nice, she has a pleasant singing voice. So I go, okay. So I listened to the song and it's like a sort of a, a sort of a easy listening kind of maybe modern kind of jazz kind of song. Um, like that lady you like, Kobe Calais. It's like one of those kind of songs, like that tempo, something like oh, that. Like, Is that her day? The fuck? <laughs> I associate that name with you. I don't know if you like it. Try, try, try. That one? (laughs) Yes. It's like that. It's it's that pace, right? (laughs) And then at some point, her man comes on, does sort of a little, it's not really a rap, but sort of a little rap, and it sort of ends. It's a four-minute song. So inside the app, I responded and said, oh, it's really nice. And I gave her a bunch of feedback, you know. Oh, boy. Did this, she ask this, for this. Oh, yeah. She did ask for feedback, right? Okay. She did. And so she... Mistake number one. She responded back. She was all mad. She was like, I can't just change the song. It's not like editing a book. You just take out stuff. Like, we're not re-recording. I can do new production and all. <laughs> what was she asking you for? She just wanted you to know, know if you liked it or... That's it. That's it. It's like with Tim Gunn comes in on a project runway. Um, edit. You need to edit it. It doesn't have to be four minutes. It's a little monotone. We're gonna change the <laughs> She got so bad. Her first mistake was saying, tell me what you think. <laughs> and all of a sudden I felt like I was one of those judges on the voice. <laughs> I'm not picking you for my team right now, but if you go back and rework that song, you know, you come back and try again. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I had to think about it. So I went back and looked at the lyrics again. I listened to the lyrics. I thought, oh, okay, well, this is really nice because he wrote oh. this for you. So the lyrics makes okay. me now think that he 
has listened to some things you've said and put it in song as a gift to you. I think that's really nice. You know, <laughs> I try to clean I, it up. I wish the I wish the viewers could see how you're blinking to save you or like winking at me. Quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Katya. He didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Send me those lyrics. Okay, I will. And I thought about how her Christmas gift to me was already in the mail. So she's <laughs> 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 she was so Sir, sick of me. I got a few people that reached out to me and said, "Fucking Myron and his thirty-nine cents. Let me get back to you." For the for the bigger, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to create some generational wealth here. <laughs> Gener so speaking of wealth, can we just talk about? Um, I have two things that I need to talk about that you probably will know more than me because I've not gone down the rabbit hole. One is P Diddy, Sean Combs, Ooh. and his trafficking of his girlfriend slash wife slash I mean and if we got P Diddy on there and then now I just heard now this is all like just heard I'm not confirming okay. facts that Oprah Winfrey like took a hundred million dollars to head to Switzerland because of the whole um Epstein list is coming out or something Ooh. have you heard any of that I had not heard the Oprah news but so let's let's dig into that um but I, let me try to search for some stuff on that but the P. Diddy thing is an absolute um, disaster. And you know what? Look, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not following, I don't follow deep music, um, um, like pop culture kind of music kind of stuff. But the P. Diddy rumors have been out there for years. Wow. Like that stuff has been out there for years. And his ex-girlfriend, I guess, I think her name is Cassie. And I think she was signed to one of his labels or something. And she was a teenager when she was signed. Um, but, you know, I don't know the exact age. So I don't know if she was a 16-year-old teenager or 18-year-old teenager. Yep. You're 19, right? But very young. And, and, and her complaint in New York, um, she alleged some very horrible things that, yes, he trafficked her, that, yes, he had her engage in a lot of sex at sex parties, a lot of drugs, a lot of um, physical and emotional abuse. And she named a lot of names and like just some really awful stuff. And so some people say, why did this come out? Because New York State passed a law that I can't think of the exact parameters of the law, but it basically said that we're going to allow any lawsuits on sexual abuse, rape, trafficking, um, or any charges, accusations of those things over a period of time, these things can now be filed. And because I guess they had some laws that you couldn't for time limits, all this weird stuff, but they opened it up. And it's the same law that was used to actually get those Epstein names uh, released. And also somebody else in New York um, is in a lot of trouble for some sexual assault kind of things. And so the the P. Diddy things, when she first released her thing, her lawsuit, when it first came out, he quickly settled with her. He settled, I can't remember the amount, but his lawyers and her lawyers got together because she had she had threatened to sue. He said no. And then she was said she was going to go public and, and she would just release that she was going to sue. And he and his team immediately settled for like millions. Right. And then after they settled, she released some new stuff. And that stuff is important. So he finally said, oh, I'm going to fight this. I didn't do these things. But, you know, I wouldn't doubt if he tries to leave the country, just like Russell Simmons, like Russell Simmons. He, he hasn't been back to America since he got accused by a bunch of women of doing the same thing. Underage. If you're underage, it's not sex, it's rape. Right. Let's let's clarify that, because underage in America, underage, under 18 or there's some states where it's 16, you cannot give consent. Right. And so Russell Simmons has never come back to the United States. He's out of the country. Right. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Out. Yeah. So so P. Diddy 
is in some trouble because she named other in the lawsuit as other names. One of the most prominent being a very popular um, prosperity preacher, this guy named Bishop T.D. Jakes, this black guy. And he's a guy, you may not know this, but he wrote a book that was very popular uh, called Woman, Thou Art Loosed. Now, that's a deep um, black church phrase taken from some New Testament stuff where you're trying to cast out demons. And basically, you're, you're telling the demon inside the person that, you know, a person is free to demon get out. And so he used that woman about our loose kind of deal, because a lot of these preachers in the American Christian church, one of the main, they have two main targets for their sermons. One is the devil and two are women. Like that's who the Christian church hates more, most, the devil and women. And often those two things are interchangeable. So he made a big fortune and books and movies off telling women that they shouldn't be the devil, basically. And this girl, this young woman, Cassie, said he was up in the parties too. Right. And he's married. And now this is all alleged. And yeah. he has since come out to sort of deny it. But she alleged that he was engaged in um, also sex with underage boys. Oh. And again, it's not sex if they're underage. It's, uh, as they say on TikTok, rape or essay, right? Yeah. And so, and of course, he's an old married preacher. <sighs> I mean, so, what was, I, you said her name, and I, I feel really bad. I don't remember. what What's P. Diddy's? Uh, Cassie. Cassie, okay. She goes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would, I, I remember seeing one thing that stood out to me, which was really interesting, was that she was told, to always have on white nail polish because it yes. stood out on black men's skin. Like he pimped her out. Oops. Yes. Yes. That he made, he told, yes, like the white nail polish because it would look good. Like, you know, he would compare her to, you know, different actresses or things like that. And he wanted her to look good in photographs and things like that. And yeah, just some really weird awful stuff and not just one-on-one -on -one stuff but like group stuff like he had her doing group stuff as well i mean i'm glad she i'm i'm glad to have to say that someone has the courage to stand up and and say what happened to them is pretty vulnerable and it's unfortunate that she even is was in that situation but it's it's the money man it's that it's the power that is associated with coming with money and to yes. think that you are just invincible and untouchable because you have it and you can pay people off and you can navigate through doing things that you, that you shouldn't be doing because money will silence people and it didn't silence her. So that's, I, I see. That's yeah, I yeah, you know, <clears throat> and you got to think, um, it's that part where she names all these names in it and that there were these parties. I mean, there's people. Right. There's people there. It, there's multiple, <clears throat> multiple adults. Right. Who. If you're not partaking, you're witnessing like you're in the company of. And she said they're frequent. And if you go through all social media, right, whatever app you go on, there are people saying these parties are widely known. Like it's not a secret inside the, inside the industry. And she talked about all the available drugs. Now he would make her get. Um, use drugs to get her high and stuff like that <clears throat> and all these people and you gotta go like if you're there even if you just in the industry you're trying to make it or you're just a hangers on or whatever it is at some point don't you have to say look I, I don't want to be here this is not for me like this there's a like even if you don't morally disagree that drugs are illegal, right? Because you could have a reasonable disagreement about that. Even though the law doesn't care what your disagreement, they'll take yeah. it to jail. But it, put that aside and go. There are underage women or boys and girls here, right? And there are grown men here doing things. God, it's very similar to what you and I say about. <clears throat> police officers right that yes they're when somebody says 
they're not all bad, but they are if they don't speak up. Yes. And very similar at those parties, although you're not partaking, you are still a participant because you did not say anything. You turn yes. the other cheek. Yeah, that's that's vile. <clears throat> you're just as guilty. I mean, you're, you're just as guilty. Like you, you are, you are, um, what do they call it? It's, it's like those laws. <clears throat> it reminds me, of, it reminds me of those laws where if I'm in the car and you yep. doing crime, right, we get the same charge. If you rob a bank, I'm getting charged. If you kill somebody, I'm getting, it's a, you're, you're there. You're an accomplice. Yes. You're an accomplice. Like you yeah. are part of the mix. The only way to get out of that is you got to go to the cops. Like yeah. you drop me off and I'll see you later. I'm glad you robbed the bank. You got your money. I'll talk to you later. Go right to that. I'm calling, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was with this fool. <laughs> yes. It's crazy that to think about. I don't know, we talked about this a while ago about the Roman Empire and how people think about it. And women's Roman Empire are murders and crime scenes and serial killers. It It's very similar to how we sit back in our homes in Sacramento, California, and we're far removed from that Hollywood scene. To know what's going on behind closed doors, to never understand what that is, is right. in like... I, to think about those types of parties, which you see them in movies or you hear a little like on the TMZ or, you know, so-and-so is at a party. It's always like third or fourth or fifth generation of people that heard somebody that heard somebody that was at that party. Yes. So you get a little yes. uh, based on that, but to I, I've never been in one of the, I think the closest I was to a party was an after party uh, for closing of the Kardashian show because mm. my brother worked on it. So I went to the rap party. Oh, now, nice. I didn't see people doing blow on anybody or, you know, I didn't see yeah. any of that stuff. But that's the closest. And it was just a lot of just, it was nothing outside of the norm. So I've never been that close to something yeah. that I that's, would see. That's funny because I, I think the closest I may have gotten to that was two times. Once I was in... Um, I was in Los Angeles around New Year. So this is probably this is probably the late 90s or something like that. And uh, my uncle and I were at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. There's a lot of jokes in there, but I'm going to Oh, yes. And yeah. so these ladies come up to us with, um, you know, people approach you, like there's a party and they hand you like one of those little cards. Yes. You know, hey, there's a party yes. tonight. So they hand this little thing. Yeah. And it, the little thing said, oh, these these singers would be there. I don't remember who they were. They were like some popular singers at the time. And so we're like, okay, yeah, we'll go. So we go up to the Hollywood Hills, right? It's, a party. it's like a L.A. party in the Hollywood Hills, right? This beautiful home. We don't know these people. We go up there, and it's like a three-story three home, and there's like parties on every floor. Like there's just stuff happening, people everywhere. And like there's these L.A. people. Right. And so if Californians or maybe people who have been in Los Angeles, you know what L.A. people I mean, they just look like L.A. people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so and there's food and stuff. And I remember walking because I'm just like drifting around because, you know, I'm just drifting around doing nothing. And I do remember seeing like on one of the floors in one of the rooms, there was drugs, but it was just like drugs like it wasn't. It was just drugs. Like, I didn't really think it was a big deal. It was just like your standard kind of room full of drugs, I guess. And then I don't know if there was anything else going on because one of the attractions to the party for me was that they said there would be gumbo. <laughs> so I was looking for, because there were multiple <laughs> kitchens in this house, and I was looking for this gumbo. And so there was all these little crudite plates and all the little fancy dancy California kind of food. But I was like, well, where's the gumbo supposed to be? So I'm asking different people, striking up conversations. And then I finally met these two ladies who were singers and they had some popular song out at the time. And they're telling me about the song and I'm just some peon nobody. I just go, well, do you know what the gumbo is? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, enough with your star-studded event. Give me the gumbo. <laughs> I found the gumbo. It was on the downstairs kitchen, and it wasn't even that good. So I was like, "If it's my uncle, hey, let's just get out of here." There's really nothing. There. <laughs> now you can't get gumbo off your mind. 
like so that's probably the closest I've been to like a Hollywood kind of party. But the way this Cassie, the lawsuit that Cassie has, the 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 filing is online. You can read all the details, and it is salacious. Wow, it's all there, and and some of it is really, some of it is really awful. And even if you get out of the get away from, you know, um, some of the things she says, if you just focus on, she was very young and un under control of a very powerful man, right? That part, those parts alone. And then, like you said, the nails and the things that he was making her do and how he was making her get high and making her be with other people. It just, it's trafficking. It, he was trafficking her trafficking. You know, with different industry people. And you know what? It, those people, they're awful people. Because he's awful. Yep. But the people who are participating, oh my God, don't be going to the just about, you know, they say they won't be surprised to see, you know, Jay-Z or hear some other right. billionaires part of that conversation. You know what? I, I, you know, I, I don't know if it was a movie I saw or something, but you know how like Jeff Bezos, like the richest guy in the world or something like that. And he was saying how, I don't know if it was a year, within a year or two. He was going up into space and, you know, he has this giant yacht and he was just like, well, I, don't, I just have all this money. I'm just, I don't know what to do. And he's just doing that kind of stuff. Instead of helping the poor and feed people yeah. or take away medical debt or, you know, building homes or whatever, he's just building rockets and doing dumb stuff while his ex-wife is like giving away millions, hundreds of yeah, millions. Yeah, she is. Right? Her philanthropy is unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, just helping people. And so I, I think maybe if you just don't have a good moral compass, or something that you get that wealthy instead of doing like his ex is doing or even the dumb stuff he's doing just you know buying big yachts and, and rockets and stuff that maybe the, the the other thing you do is just be as depraved as you want to be you think you're just above the law you just do yeah. whatever you want yeah it's yeah awful. speaking of that like i mean you think about uh i think it was maine is it maine that just said trump can't be on the 2024 ballot. Man kicked him off. They, you know, I, they were like, get <laughs> little the fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> little Maine. Which is it's remarkable because Colorado did it. Yep. Right. And it's all it all will end up at the Supreme Court, but Colorado did it. And now Maine has done it. Michigan declined to do it. And Donald Trump is saying that Democrats are going after him. And it's just not the case because in Colorado. It was uh, a Republican organization. The Republican legislature is Republicans that did it because there are some Republicans and you know, some Democrats don't like to hear this. There are some Republicans who are still reasonable people. Yeah. Right. And so. can say this guy is a fucking idiot loser. Like why you know, don't fuck with this guy. Just get him out of there. And so he, you know, he fundraises off of it. But the fact is, is that there are also people that just want him to go away. Michigan declined. Who's next? Like, I mean, who <sighs> will be the next state to do that? I, I think, um, like, California declined it. They said no. Well, because California is not going to vote for Donald Trump. So yeah. California was like, we're, we're not even going through that. So I don't, I don't know. I think there's a couple other states where it's on, it's on the ballot. But it'll all be decided by the Supreme Court. Because they have to decide. They have to decide that. And all those court cases are winding around. And I think I think the earliest decisions are going to be around March or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because he has, like, those decisions, as well as his court case that the Justice Department have going against him about his um, um, doing an uh, 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 insurrection. insurrection. Yeah, yeah. that like Jack Smith and Merrick Garland, that thing is winding its way through. So that's like sort of the big one. But you also had the one in Florida. And then, well, the one in New York is civil with his money and that kind of stuff. So, but the big one is, can he, is he even eligible to run for president? Yeah. Because in the, in, in the Constitution, I want to say it's the 14th, but maybe it's the 12th, where it says, it's very clear. If you do an, if you do an insurrection, try to overthrow the government, you are therefore ineligible to run for anything ever, and you cannot lead this country. And I, mean, I don't. That is the most basic common sense thing ever. <laughs> common sense isn't so common, I guess. Good God! Yeah. So, so, so Maine just announced today, like in the last hour or two, that nope, he's off this ballot. It's not, not going to happen. 
Are you, do you have, you know, we, we haven't talked and spent time on Gaza and the unbelievable amount of death toll that's coming out of there. It made it, it made it interesting this Christmas, like you're trying to be around your family and celebrate. And there was this sort of lingering air, this stale air of what's happening. And we're just kind of going on with our lives. And it, it seems is, so right? weird, right? Like it just mm -hmm. like, I felt heavy and heavy by, I felt a little guilty enjoying the time with my family. I felt guilty feeling safe. I felt guilty, you know, sharing gifts and, and engaging in laughter and playing games. And I was thinking to myself, not only is it Gaza, um, it, it's, it's the Conga, it's, it's Syria. It's just this abundance of death that's happening around the world. And we're in this sort of tiny bubble. And meanwhile, bubble. we're in this bubble and we're protected because, you know, we're the United States and we have a vast military and blah, 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 $880 million a year goes to our military. But when you think about how, where we are now and the amount of anti-Biden being responsible, it's starting to really, I don't even know if I have any responses for people any longer. Cause it's like, I'm not voting for Biden. He supports this, you know, using the word he as a right. singular Right. He supports this war. I'm not voting for anybody. You and I've had that conversation. Yeah. If you don't vote, then you you're anti-black, like anti-POC, like you're not protecting. Yeah, anti-woman. Yeah, anti you're anti-everything. Uh, Anti-LGBTQI yeah. community, like you're anti all of that if you don't vote. And so I am. I think I'm also exhausted with the fact of seeing so much of anti-Biden. Yeah. All while this is a president that has done most than any other president. And we could probably spend, we should probably, we should have finished this year off with the top 24 things Biden and Harris mm. have done um, mm. just since they've been in office. But how are you navigating through hearing and seeing people say, I am not voting for Biden. He supports this genocide, which we also discovered is a word that's being thrown around when it's really not a genocide. I think we tried, yeah. I think we talked about that on one of our other podcasts, but what, what is your response to all of that? Well, I think, um, <clears throat> like if I go back to the first thing you said, you know, the Gaza and Israel war and a lot has happened. Um, well, a lot has happened in the last, um, month or so. Um, so the president and, um, vice president and our secretary of state, uh, Anthony Blinken, they have told Netanyahu he needs to get his shit together, right? They've told him um, you can't you can't continue indiscriminately bombing and killing civilians, right? Like you are putting your um, everything at risk. Hamas has turned down three offers of ceasefire. Yeah. Um, Israel has finally has I don't know if finally is the right word, but has agreed, um, I think Egypt, Egypt and Qatar, again, have a peace, um, a ceasefire, peace deal on the table. And Israel has said, okay, like we're, we're okay. I don't know if they said okay to the deal, but I think they said okay to sitting down that we could talk, we could talk through this. We are fine with that. And so they're waiting on a final response from Hamas. But the deal from Egypt and Qatar says that, you know, you have this ceasefire and that um, Hamas is not in control of Palestine and, and Gaza and that a new government is formed to um, to run that basically it's a country. So run that country. So it does, it's not the two state solution, but a solution to end this war and establish a government that doesn't involve Hamas. So that's the stalemate um, that they're at right now. And I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with that because unfortunately, the close the closer we get to our own election, the more incentive bad players, anti-American players have to keep that war going. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep that war going, you can keep fomenting fomenting um, social unrest in this country by blaming that war on the Democratic Party. Yeah. 
right? And so, and so you go, well, who, who, in whose interest is that? And it's really, it's in the interest of any nation that doesn't like America and mainly Russia, because we're supporting Ukraine in their, in their war against them. And so they're helping push anti-democratic party stuff here because the alternative to the democratic party, it used to be that Russia, that the, the GOP Republican party hated Russia. They hated Russia, but Donald Trump loves Russia. Mm. And so in their interest, they want to drum up as much anti-democratic um, um, fervor as they can to get Democrats out of office because it helps Russian. It helps the Russia, the Russian war, because Donald Trump says we're not going to support Ukraine in the war. We're not going to support the United Nations. So Russia is saying, OK, yeah, so we will keep pushing anti uh, Biden stuff in America. And so, uh, and it's also China. China likes to have social disruption here in this country. And so I just saw a study that, that showed what stories are, that are popular on TikTok align with the Chinese government and how popular are they? So like the 10 most popular stories on TikTok align with the interests of the Chinese government. Wow. And so, and one of them is um, anti-Biden because of Israel and, G and Gaza. So, and, and so then if you look at um, the protests that are happening, like today, like I think it's going on right now, there are self-described pro-Palestinian protesters at the World Trade Center. Now think about that. Think about the optics of that. Like you're not going to get Americans on your side by protesting at the World Trade Center in New York City. Like that is um, protest. What's the point of that? What do they think? That's, what is that? What? Yeah, see, you know, if it, if it were, if, if in this country, our police force and government were rounding up Palestinians and putting them in jail, right? Or in warehouses or something, I could see a protest like that because you have to bring attention to it. But to do that protest on a war 5,000 miles away, mm. that doesn't impact that war at all. It does nothing. It doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything. Only thing it does is cause social unrest here. So whether it's a, because some people come back and say, pro-Palestine people come back and say, well, black people protested in the civil rights. Mm. And you know what? Yeah, we did. And we protested it. Um, pre-civil rights, civil rights, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and even you know a few years ago with BLM. We're always protesting our treatment in this country by our elected officials and our police department. We're not, dis we have not disrupted anything in this country, right? To be anti-America against something two other countries are, are having. Now we protest the Vietnam War because it was our motherfucking military. Right. And so if you're protesting in this country, it, it's OK. You know, you don't like what this government, how this government operates and who we support and our allies. OK, well, you know what? You're not going to get a change in, in government. You're not going to get a change in policy by by attempting to harm the group that's actually trying to help 5000 miles away. The Republicans are going to help. They are not going to help. They were. They have said, and Donald Trump has said, he will bomb them out of existence. He'll round up every Palestinian in this country and first deport them. And he'll make sure that there's nothing around Israel to cause any problems. And you have people in this country saying, well, I'd rather that than Biden. Biden, Biden supports genocide. What? Okay, that's not happening. And then a the whole other side to that is there's a very strong, very strong uh, moving within that movement that's very anti-black. So I can't get with that. Like they were, they were, I think it was in Michigan they were protesting and they were calling the black people the N-word. And I'm like, you know what? Oh my God. Like, so that, but even bigger, you shut down the, the um, JFK, access to JFK, shut down Broadway in New York or trying to shut down Broadway in New York, um, LA. Uh, but the World Trade Center today the optics of that, oh, 
Like, it's just, it's not good. So I don't know where this is going to go, but I do know the more you go into 2024, the more disruption you'll see because it is really obvious whether it happens in the court or in um, the election, uh, Donald Trump is not going to win. Yeah. He lost by 10 million votes last time. 10 million. It was by the popular vote to Hillary by 3 million. By 3 million. Let's he not got that. worse. That's right. He got worse from one to the next. And he got absolutely wiped out in um, the Electoral College. It's not going to get better. He's only doing what he's doing to stay out of jail. Because he, he wants to be president so he can pardon everybody and pardon himself and just stay out of jail. And that's all it is. So I don't know. You know people fall for that, which is, which is insane. So, but I, I think you'll see more attempted disruption of the social order as we get closer. Only because it's in the the enemies of the country's best interest, and it's also in Donald Trump's best interest to have you know things bad. So even though unemployment is at record lows, gas prices are low. Um, you know, we're not. This country is not at war. And, you know, we're just sort of like, like you said, in this little bubble, it doesn't matter because if you turn on the news, they'll tell you crime is up. They'll tell you um, more people are at the border than ever. They'll tell you that, you know, um, people don't work as hard enough. Groceries cost. When they tell you all this bad news and you go, well, it doesn't matter if actually the news is different because that's what people believe. I, I, I mean, yeah. I went on a long run, but I'm going to tell you one thing. So you know how in the last couple of years, you hear all these companies talking about their retail theft was so high, they have to close stores and lock up stuff yeah, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And they did a big old report and all the news, all the news went with it. Shows and people going crazy Robin in the stores, stores. breaking, yep, yep, yep. Yes, and those things have happened. And so then like here in California, it's, oh, CBS said they're in closed stores and Targets is closing and all this kind of stuff. And they said it was something like eight, 900 um billion dollars or something crazy and and theft from stores and then somebody decided you know it's math so somebody just started to dig decided to dig in the numbers and they came back and said it cannot be what you're saying like the numbers the math ain't mathing and so finally the national retail association had to come back and say well we were wrong it wasn't it wasn't like 90 percent they said something like 80 70 80 percent of their loss was through theft. And after they readjusted the numbers and you know got called up, called on it, they had to restate it and it came back to 5%. It was 5%. It was only 5%. And so, and so, and then and then he looked at, they were saying, oh, we had to raise prices because of theft. Well, no, but the theft wasn't what you said. Ooh. It just turned out what we all know. They just gave executive bonuses. That it was just that it's just they gave more bonuses, they gave more shareholder stuff, um, and it wasn't theft at all, and it was all just a lie. But it's one of those things where er all the news organizations ran with it, right? And it, it it wasn't true, and it's still not true. But you would still hear it on Fox News and some other channels, you know, all during the holiday season. If you watch your local news, one of the first three stories is retail theft. And it just, it isn't bigger than it ever has been. And it actually is down, but they made everybody believe that it's higher. And so they raised prices, but it was just price gouging so that the executives got more money. That's all it was. Do you think, sir, okay, then we can unpack that. Crazy. Wasn't there, wasn't there a law? And I'm, listen, this is just, my friend was at a party and heard this from another friend, just sort of, discussion but wasn't there a law that you are no longer you're supposed to just allow people to come in and steal if they wanted to and you weren't supposed to stop them wasn't that some law and then i didn't that whole retail thing utilize that law if there was a law to say that that crime is up because we can no longer stop people from shoplifting yeah, they they started promoting that, and it, it wasn't so much a law, but but um, there were companies, and there were some cities that that made I don't know if they were laws, but there were companies that saying they didn't want their employees 
right, to endanger themselves trying to stop that, that if something were to happen, their insurance said, you know, you can't have this employee Just try to stop someone. Yeah. Right. Because now they're at risk over some bread or a T-shirt or a candle, right, or a watch or a, t- or a sneaker, whatever it is. And so they told their employees, you know, don't do this. And then that turned into you can go in and steal and nothing happened. Yes. Yes. Right. right? That's how that was. That's how that was. Like that was the, the spin. The telephone. Like, yes. hey, if yes. we, okay, right now you could not get hurt, but you could still go to jail. And then it turned into now they can't do anything about it. So let's just go and do it. Let's just steal from everybody. Yeah, just steal from everybody. And, and it's, yeah, and it's just not true. And but and then there are some places that have some states that have if you if, if your theft is under a certain dollar amount, it's a misdemeanor. And then I, you don't you either don't go to jail if you don't have a record or, or you don't go to jail for very long. Right. And so there are people who say, well, there's no deterrent. But on the flip side, you can't jail everybody for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We don't have we don't we already have, have the most incarcerated people yes, in the world. <laughs> and and we in don't the have world. the space and you just don't we don't have the infrastructure to have a jail for every single thing. Like every, every single thing can be it can be illegal, but you can't jail everybody for it. And so, you know, so we have some of that discussion um, going on in the country. But at the same time, that retail theft isn't worse than it's ever been despite yeah. what fox news crazy says. when you think about yeah. it so that they could use that to raise yes. up prices price gouging so it's very similar to when you go to um target or even sprouts when they say hey you want to round up you know to give back to children yes so yes. what i've uncovered is that they've already paid and made a donation to those organizations like roundup for kids they, that makes me so mad. Already paid them. They are trying to collect that money back from the consumer. Right. So they've already given the money, and they get a tax write off. And now they're trying to get the money back from the rest of us. <laughs> you know what it's like, sir. It's like when you go to like any little place. Like say you say you go to I don't know I don't know like you know some little restaurant or coffee shop or or whatever it is, and you buy you buy water. And before you do anything, they turn that little thing around and say, do you want to tip? Like, you can't even cry. <laughs> like, I'm buying a, a $5 water. Why am I tipping? Like, what is this? And because I, I want workers to have more money, I do it. But goddamn, like yeah, everybody. It's not our responsibility to pay the workers. Right. And you know what? And I'm telling you, my local Safeway, that damn machine, do you want to get some money for this? Do you want to get some money for this? Do I'm like, you know what? I got enough money to buy my food. Like I, I yes. can buy this right here, right? I don't, I don't have all this money to give to everybody for okay. everything. Like hell no. <laughs> it's very similar to the whole tax scheme. You know, you pay taxes on your paycheck, right. then you pay taxes on product, then you pay taxes. Like we are just in this, this. Yeah, we're in a bubble. Right? We're it also me... just being like, yeah, taking like, full advantage of man. Like, give me a break. Like, think look. about how much percentage of our money goes to taxes. So, if you use an average person, or in the average, I think California median for for pay is ninety five thousand. That's California, you know, not yeah. other states. And some people will be like, where are they getting that number from? But because you have such big companies here we could be the fifth largest economical country if we were our own country but aside from that that ninety five thousand, and you you think about that is that's your gross so by the time right. you're done paying taxes the amount what is it 22 percent? i think it actually changed this year i think yeah. 2024 the brackets are supposed to help a little bit but just say it's 10 percent of your money of your earnings go Bye. to paying for taxes and then you have to turn around and pay tax when you go to buy a shirt or if you go don't. to buy your groceries or anything like that. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I do stand up and I'm proud of the people that were supposed to start paying their school loans back. Right. And 9 million people Ooh. have not started paying back their school loans. 9 million people. I That's saw a many? woman, <laughs> 9 million. I saw a woman who said she's been paying. She had a 90, an $80,000 school loan. And when she could, she would give a chunk like 5,000 here, 6,000 there. Okay. She's been paying on it for 
I don't know the exact years, but in this scenario, we're going to use six years. Right. And her loan was $80,000. That she ended up only paying $4,000. She still owes $76,000 on her school loan. That's insane. 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 Like, I think there should be no interest on school loans. Like, if you're going to make me take out a loan, you shouldn't, there shouldn't be interest. You should be able to make money on it. Yeah, I I totally agree. A, A, this country is wealthy enough that education should be free. Free, 1,000%. Right, it it should just be free. That if you, if you want to um, go to college, Right. It should be free. And if you want to graduate and then go to grad school, it should be free. I just think it should, we have the resources to, to do that. Yep. Right. Just like if you want to, I think if you want to go to cosmetology school, be a mechanic, a plumber, um, a contractor, Front you want track. to learn all, all those trades, it should be free. Should be free. Because look, free. all you're going to do is get a job and put that money in the economy. Yeah. It, it only helps. Like if you cut out the middleman and are paying people for that, then okay, that's fine. You know what? Then they're they're out of their money, but that money is just going to go somewhere else. Like you should you shouldn't have to go into debt for school or for medical. You shouldn't have to go into debt for those nope. things. And I, you I, know, I totally if agree. other countries can do it, I don't know why we can. That that's exactly. Like, I just right. don't get that. Um, um, you were saying something about. Um, I wanted to go over a couple of things uh, that for the election, like the end of the year and the election. And people anti-Biden, a couple of Biden things, the Biden administration, because we often yeah. put it on, you know, one person, but yeah. it's it's a group. But um, since since that administration got in, they've added 13 million jobs. Um, unemployment is below 4% for the longest stretch in over 50 years. Um, they stopped the default on the national debt. They expanded the NATO alliance. Um, they got the alliance to support Ukraine. They capped the cost of insulin at $35 a month for seniors on Medicare. Um, forget the amount of money, but the whole infrastructure. Everywhere you drive now and you see construction, that's yep. infrastructure. It's annoying when they're fixing those goddamn roads, Yeah, but it's better. They need uh, it. it. It will be better. Um, and then even though all those Republican states have taken away the right to an abortion for women, that um, the administration made an executive order uh, still allowing abortion, particularly in any federal lands or anything like that, and in the military. Um, and then he's on pace, the administration's on pace uh, to put the, uh, confirm the most judges, and it's, it's a few hundred, and more than half, I think 60 something percent of those judges are women. Ooh. Are women. And women judges have proven to be more fair. Even when they're Republican, they're proven to be more fair than men. And so, and because it's been such a such an imbalance on the courts. And so these are real life things that have helped people. And that's just, I just found a little list that, that someone had made earlier. And there's more than that. So, you know, our president, I've said this before, the American president, despite Americans thinking we're always the main character, the American president is not president of the world. Like America, like if you're listening to this, we're America's not in charge of the world. It doesn't matter that we have the biggest, the um, biggest military or the most nukes or you know the most rockets or the most money or billionaires. We're not in charge of the world. Yeah. We are a we're a character. We're not we're not the main character. But Americans think that, so we think well, our president is the president of the world, and he could just do this. That you know what. The president can't even make weed legal in every state. Because <laughs> if he could, he would. <laughs> he would, right? I was thinking, about, sir. I, I would just tweet about that um, earlier today. You know, it it trips me out that U.S. states like Colorado, California, Oregon, Nevada, like a couple others, where people are giving weed and weed products as Christmas presents. <laughs> And other and states are jailing jail. people. Yes. Right? Right. I mean, it, 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 all these states. But in California, you can, there's dispensaries all over the place. They got, you could get it delivered. You can, they have rewards cards. And you walk in, I've, I've only been in a dispensary, in a dispensary maybe once. But I, you drive by them and it's all walks of life. You see people 
that look my age and your age, yep. that look like, you know, they're professional people, they're regular people, they're young people. It just doesn't even matter. They're just going about their business, getting their weed or their weed products, right? Because you get a lot of different things inside the places. And it was like a Christmas gift floating around these states. And then there's other states for the same amount of weed, you will be locked up. Locked up. That is, you know what? Protest that. Yeah. Yes. Protest, right? We've talked about this protest that's protest gun violence. Yes. And, like I don't know. You're standing on the on the steps of yes. the World Trade Center. And we oh. have our own demise happening here and our, our own yeah. wars that are happening. And we don't seem to give a shit about it. Like you can make a difference here if you protest. You can't make right. a difference about Palestine. I mean, I know. Yes, it creates awareness. It it gets on the news. I'm all for that. I'm also making. I'm all for people not dying. Like I yes. am against war so that civilians don't die. I mean, by yes, him, you know, that's me, a great point. One of one of the reasons, of course, that I'm vegan is for the animals. But I also, yes. from a climate perspective, and he donated something like, or not donated. He there was like fifty billion dollars given to like the climate resiliency. Yes, so we can make climate better in our yes, like it, real efforts. Real efforts. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That is insane, insane. So we this is this has been our as as we come into the final year. This Whoa. has been a really robust conversation based on fun. you know what we've talked about over the past couple weeks. We kept it light. Yeah, we got into it. Um, what are you watching these days? I just finished. Okay, so there's not a lot of stuff on, but okay, so I finished Silo. Um, I started Silo and finished it. I love Silo. So good. It was so good. Yes. Uh, I'm knocking on my desk. Uh, I just finished School Spirits on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix, oh, Paramount Plus. Okay. It is about spirits that get killed in the school that they are. So a girl gets oh, murdered. Yes. She's trying to figure out why she got murdered. Um, and she doesn't remember. So it takes you through that journey. It's um, the girl that used to be on a little TV show my daughter used to watch. Um, now I can't think. I don't even know why I brought it up. But the blonde girl, she was a, a like yeah, a Disney really star. Mm -hmm. Peyton yeah, List is her name. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah, she's yep. she's really good. Um they're gonna have a season two of it. Of nice. course, my real housewives. Salt Lake City, Miami, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills and um, Salt Lake City was not on this week due to the holiday, but yes. Miami was. So um, that was juicy. So make sure you catch that. Um, I also, okay, so Silos, School Spirits, and Class of 07. So Class uh, of 07 is on Amazon Prime, and it is the apocalypse that happens to this. The, they go to this reunion, all the... Uh, all girls oh. and the apocalypse happens and they ha sort of have to it's very funny okay. it's australian it's got a lot of like quirky witty humor which i really enjoyed i australian makes good, like, good the tv first, yeah you have to watch the first like episode or two and then i got into it and binge it okay. they're only like 35 minute episodes Perfect. super super good um and i think that's it i feel like there hasn't been a lot of tv coming out yeah, because of that strike yeah, yeah, it's when does down. the boys come back? I thought the, the boys was supposed to be. I know, Remember? right? I think I think I even saw a preview, but I don't know when it's coming. I'll look it up and put it in the uh, show notes. So my my big watch is I went to see the color purple. And oh, so, there's a lot of drama going on with. Uh, you brought up Oprah earlier, yeah, right? Right, because Oprah, Oprah, and Steven Spielberg were the executive producers, and there's some video of I guess the. Um, like at one of the premieres or something because Taraji P. Henson yeah. has been giving um, uh, interviews leading up to the premiere and everything. And one interview she was talking about how, you know, she has been in Hollywood, you know, 20, 25 years and the pay discrepancy for black women is so bad. And and she gave an example when she was in a movie with um, Henry Cavill, the guy that played Superman, he got 10 million. She got 150,000. And they were starting, they were like co-stars. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I thought she was going to say she got two million. Yeah. Right. A million. I don't know. 150,000. He got 10 million. Oh, so wow. she was talking about that. And she was talking about how, you know, she's won accolades and awards and stuff. And, but you just can't get the pay. And 
they were asking about filming the color purple. And now she has since put out a statement that she, you know, Oprah was really nice to her, but there's mm-hmm. some video of those premieres yeah. and body language things that don't look very good. No, right? not they at do all. Not look very good. Um, so, and I, I've been looking, I can't find anything that says Oprah left the country. Although Oprah's a billionaire, no telling where she is at any one time, <laughs> but, but I do find it. I want to look into that because I do find it odd as this movie is out that she's not, that she's gone. Like that seems suspicious. It's weird. It's it like Monique was talking about. For, it's the same stuff for, Monique was talking about. That yep. Oprah will sell you down the road, right? Yes. And so um, that from business practices that she is not a um, not pro woman. Like she's not like her magazine and her show and stuff like that. Yep. That she's brutal and tries to be instance with crying in these interviews and talking about how it was a bad set. It was bad to be on that set making that movie so i want to dig in that so hopefully you can talk about it next week i saw the movie now the color purple movie is a musical and it's based on the stage play musical right and the stage play musical is based on the movie which is based on alice walker's book got it okay so the book is an award-winning book Alice Walker is a, a, a wonderful, I mean, that book is fantastic. So it's made its way around. And so I always recommend the book because the book is just incredible. It's not even very long. It's an incredible book. But this this movie is fantastic. Oh, you do like it. Okay, so you saw the original movie, right? The- I saw the original movie, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. and um, it's almost like if you, um, both are good in different ways. Because one is a musical, one is not. So a musical tells story through song, yep. right? And then have, they do have dialogue, but songs move the story forward as opposed to mm. the original movie. It's just, it's a movie and it's dialogue okay. and stuff like that. Um, this one had more women. It was, it was more from a woman's point of view, which is Alice Walker's story. It was directed by a man, uh, Blitz. His first name is Blitz something. I think he's from Ghana. Um, but the production team, Cope, Producers, co-producers, co-executive producers, um, all, many of the other other roles are, are women, right? And so, and the character, the main characters are women, and it's essentially this story about sisters, yeah. right? It's essentially a story about sisters who just love each other and they are separated uh, when they're young, and the you follow the one sister story, Seely. As she just lives, she just has a hard life and all she ever wants to do is reunite with her sister. And it's set in the early 1900s. Okay. There's some people saying, oh, it's slave porn. They're not slaves. They're wow. just, they are the ages that my great grandparents were at that okay. time. Right. Wow. And the same stories I, I heard, it, this is what this movie is. Right. And so it goes from the 19, early 1900s to the 1930s to the 1940s. So you, you you go a couple of generations okay. and it's just about sisters who want to reunite. And um, the one um, older sister, Celie, the struggles that she has just surviving in a man's world. Right. Yeah. And so the story is, you know, these girls, you know, they, you know, they, they got fathers and uncles who are no good. Right. And in and, and all the ways that can happen, that fathers and uncles can be no good. Right. And so, they just survive. And she she grows up and she is just beaten down by life, but she keeps finding ways to pick herself up and to be, you know, bigger and better. And um, so you just follow her journey. And it's a it's well acted. I mean, it's, it should win all the awards, but Hollywood is wow. funny about those kind of things, yeah. you know. And it's I think of all the movies I saw at the theater this year, and I see a lot of crap on purpose, but all this movies that are supposed to be good, this was the best one. Wow. Okay. Good. It's, all right. I'll yeah. put it on my list. Yes. It's, it, it's, 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 it's really good. And yeah, that whole sister thing, it's just, it's pretty remarkable. It is. Wow. And I think they did a really good job because it is woman centered and you do deal with, you know, different types of physical and sexual abuse. They did a really good job. You know, that's there. But they don't, it's not that they don't show it, they don't, but the women talk about it and you know it's happening and they do it in a way, like if you were at a stage play, 
you wouldn't see that on Broadway. Yeah, you wouldn't. Right, but they would they would talk about it. Wow. And there's some people were talking about, oh, they didn't know about the homosexuality or something, but it's literally in the book. And they literally sing as the women literally sing a song called Press the Button. I mean <laughs> <laughs> like it's only homophobic people didn't see it. Like it's right there. It's literally right there. And so and it's so yes, it's it's very good and it's there's nothing that would um, be awkward to watch with your parents, for example. Okay. Got right? it. It's like you go to a Broadway show and they're laughing about sex and stuff like yeah. that. It's like that. That's yeah, it? So, That's all you're watching? Yeah, you know, there's that. And Holiday. We're, yeah, we're in football season and or college football bowl games. I'm just watching all the bowl games. And um, I finished, we finished the season of Survivor and a lady won. Um, I don't watch all those episodes. I don't even know this lady's name, but uh, she played. She, you know what? She won. She got her boyfriend, and she won. <laughs> and you know what? Her boyfriend was in the final three. She beat his ass. Damn. And they they ran together the whole time. And a, like the last couple of shows, she told him something that was a lie, and she kept the truth from him, and that helped her win. She said, but, she said, but I still love you, but I had to win. You <laughs> <laughs> said that looking like a dummy. <laughs> I was like, you can't trust a big button to smile, my, my, man, my man. So there you go. <laughs> Never trust a big button to smile. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. She won. He was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. He, she, she got him. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you never told me who won Big Brother. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Was it somebody famous? Somebody uh, uh, somebody already won before? No, because it was a new season. And I'm trying to remember. Isn't that so crazy when you think about it? How... Yes, you watch one, you just you just forget who they are. You just forget. I think, I think uh, Survivor was, it was a Vanessa. woman. It was a woman one. Okay, nice. It was a woman. God, I think so. Now you're gonna now that's gonna drive See? me to drink. Because it was their big um, it was their 25th season. So I can't oh, remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dang Wait a minute. So, so Siri, who had won Survivor at least once. Oh, Jag won. The, Jade, um, okay. Jag. J-A-G. Jag, he, okay. Yeah, Jag won. He, um, he actually, he actually played, played a real, played a very good game. He was originally about to be voted out and one of his one of his um alliances saved him so like he would have been voted out early and then he ended up winning the game really he won the whole thing yep it was down there was a woman in it but i didn't like her so was he he a hero or villain or just a regular guy he was good it was a regular guy oh very nice yeah okay okay very nice it was a good season then it was a good season that's so funny we're trying to finish uh amazing race we're just a couple episodes to go and yeah you know just there just hasn't been a lot of good tv and maybe it's because of the strike and let me just say before we go amazon prime is raising their 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 rates amazon's amazon prime is raising their rates and adding commercials i just heard that so like do you have to pay to not have commercials yes if you pay an extra 2.99 a month you don't get and i'm like look Y'all don't have the best shooter anyway on Amazon. You have some oh, crap. My God, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm just and look, sir. Jeff Bezos has a five hundred million dollar yacht. Five hundred million. His yacht was five hundred million. He got rockets, and I know he probably just has an executive team. Like he's not making all these day to day But so what? You do not need another two ninety nine. No, nope. right? It's like. Are you kidding? Like they don't even have the best stuff. Like we can't get season another season of The Boys. It's been forever. Like where is it? Yeah, there's there's enough that's on there, but not enough to right. pay to not have commercial. So wait, you can still get it for free, but if you want it commercial free, you have to pay two ninety nine. Yes, yes. So yeah, they're raising your they're raising your prime. That's one thing. Whatever you pay for prime is going up a little bit, right? And so, and then for for their movies and stuff, they're adding commercials, but you could pay another two ninety nine to get through the commercials. 
I just way to way to end our good podcast. Um, fucking <laughs> shitty note. God damn it. <laughs> I swear, you know what? I, I swear, I'm just going to go back to like broadcast TV, four channels, and wait for Friday Night Movie of the Week. <laughs> and get back to my start Saturday cartoon. <laughs> movie of the Week! <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe that we are going into 2024? It's crazy to think about. Ooh, that is there. right around the corner. We've we've done, this is our 87th episode. This is 87. Good God. 87. A good year. Um, 87 episodes. So we will come back fresh and rested in 2024. Please share our podcast. Yes. Um, like us, uh, rate us five only if if you if you value our podcast. But most importantly, you know, reach out to us on our social media platforms. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Like we legitimately have an opinion on everything and oh, yeah. if you want if you want us to peel back the layers on something we'll dig it out for you and and share that with you so yeah, yeah i wish our yeah that's a great way to put that we're not gonna scare any topics like we will yeah. we will talk it out because we're gonna have an opinion and we're not afraid to share nothing not at all so i hope that you and Ilian celebrates come bringing in the new year great because yes. 2024 is your wedding yes so excited about that and i look forward to another year of fun with you as we do these every week talk to you next week sir peace out bye, bye. love this podcast be sure to like subscribe and leave a review Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.